Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. We are back for the long run live stream and podcast. I'm Ian Wilkerson and I'm joined by Chris Ford, producer Toby and question master Alan for episode eight. And we've got special guest Ian Wilson as well. He's going to be talking all things ultras and running every day and putting us all to shame, really. So, Chris, (laughs) how are we doing, mate? All good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I'm just uh, whacking in the box to make sure that everybody is firing in their questions as always. We've got a packed show tonight. Like, we've had packs, packs, packs. It seems like a million emails coming from everywhere. So, thanks very much. Uh, we was arguing just before we started what the email address is. And, Tobe, I think I'm going to get this right. It's longrunshow at gmail.com. Um, keep sending in your questions, whether it be oh, tips, advice, uh, just, you know, a story, whatever. We don't mind anything running related that, you know, no. if you want to talk about it, we'll have a chat. And, um, yeah. We'll try and help or um, we'll try and entertain sometimes. Definitely. The odd occasion. But um, how's your week been then, Chris? Yeah, busy. Um, As always, I say that every week, but busy this week. Um, uh, Training's been up and down, I would say. Um, I deliberately, well, we had that 20 miler at the weekend where we got soaked. um, And the video's coming out on Sunday, but we got absolutely soaked. It was a good run, but we got soaked. I was meant to run today and I didn't because basically I was working in the garden um, because anyway, <laughs> but we've got part run tomorrow and 20 miles uh, on Sunday. So I'm not that fussed about it. But the big news this week 
The big news is that Tobe and I are going to be doing the London Marathon physical event. We've switched from the virtual to the physical. So Tobe and I got um, a couple of places uh, offered to us for a charity. So we've taken them up on that. So we're now going to be doing the physical event in October, which is good news. So October is going to be manic. With, and that uh, is not far away now, October. No, we're in the middle of August. Seven weeks. I can't remember what it is. But, yeah, we've got... We've got, so we're going to be doing London Physical. We was going to be doing it, but now we're doing London Physical. Then we've got Royal Parks Half Marathon the week after. And then at the end of the month, we're running up a mountain. So um, it's going to be a busy... So if anybody's month. got any ideas of where he wants to be on the 17th or the 24th of October, if he's feeling <laughs> a bit lazy, you know, my draw wife, us, my, draw my us wife, a suggestion. That's, that's the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Karen's in the house. Evening, Karen. Yeah, hi, everybody. Nice to see you. Raise it. Our man, in, our resident man in California as well, Razor, with us. Lovely to see you too, man. Hello, right. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, it's been there's been loads of stuff going on, isn't it? I mean, we've just got to the end of the Olympics. Did you see that fella in the marathon with his oh, water? Joke. So, I think that. I mean, Sam, <laughs> we had to, and I hate doing it. If you're in the Facebook group, but we had to actually, the admins had to remove the post, right? Because there was so much abuse for the guy on there. So what you have to watch, because the, the people at Facebook watch like their algorithms. If there's like loads of bad language or aggressive behavior, they, they will literally shut the group down. So we had to remove the post, even though I agreed with what everyone was saying, what the bloke was and every name he was getting called. Right. But we had to actually remove the post so we didn't get shut down by Facebook. <laughs> so we'll just paint the picture for everybody. One of the runners in the Olympic marathon got to the drink station and um, decided to initiate his own domino rally by um, pushing all the bottles over on the table and then reaching for the last one. I mean, you couldn't, I couldn't think of much more bad form. You know, it's not no, quite it was, in the Olympic spirit, is it? Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was just awful behavior. I think anybody who's, you know, doing anything like that, they should be banned. I, I mean, it's hard to prove, right? And I know that he said he wasn't done it deliberately or whatever, but yeah, I mean, but on a more positive note, let's let's switch it around. I think Kipchoge was on another level. Um, that was just insane what the bloke done, um, and uh, and also with the women's marathon, that was incredible as well. So mm. I think um, as a bit of a shoe geek, the the fact that uh, she came wearing in when those pumas was quite interesting versus all the Nike girls, and then she took them off. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but she had the puma. Shoes over her shoulder across the Nike swoosh, which I thought was kind of uh, cute. Um, yeah, pretty flash. But yeah, so no, I'm a bit guy. The Olympics are finished. Actually, I was. I, yeah, my, the big thing I took from the I was left wondering on the Olympics was um, Saturday after I got in from being drowned at Park Run, like everybody else. Um, I saw I saw some of the modern pentathlon, and I thought, I wonder how big a flat lay is for a modern pentathlete because <laughs> he's got to get all his running kit. He's got to get all his fencing gear. He's yeah, got to get his joggers and his riding hat and all that sort. It would actually fill a double bed, wouldn't it? I, I would fancy do. Al, do you reckon we should do a pentathlon? Do you reckon you could do it? I reckon we could. We, I reckon we could adjust what we've got in the kit bags for the juniors, definitely. Yeah, I reckon we could we do, could do a pentathlon. Hurdles, we've got javelins. We've got all sorts we can muck about with. But you need a horse, don't you? Well, uh, this sure is the thing. See. You borrowed the horse. It was like you hired the one from the club shop or they got from lost property. You couldn't bring your own horse to the bloody Olympics. 
We get better and we get some old nag turn up. Just about to get made into soap, and then it gets dragged out. Here you go. You got yeah, old boy on you. Yeah, yeah, sixteen and a half stone of me sat on him. He'd love that. Mind you, I, quite I think there's a couple down the nays in common that we could probably pick up. <laughs> yeah, we you know, probably... borrow for a couple of hours. We could probably. Ian, what uh, do you about you? You're a bit of a nutcase doing all these ultras and stuff. Do you fancy a pentathlon? Mm, give it a go up, bash. Yes, <laughs> Why not? There you go. So there's <laughs> Try anything. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have to think of some specials about um, eating McDonald's. I think that could be one of them. You know, you boys would be pretty good at that, wouldn't you? I reckon so. Actually, we, we based our park run location this week solely on the fact he's got McDonald's down the road. Um, <laughs> I said to Tate, we was running along. So said, should we do park run? He went, yeah, yeah, where should we go? Mm. Could go Harlow, could go here. Could... Ah, but Gunpowder, the McDonald's is open and it's three minutes from the um, from the course. So we're basing now our park run is always revolving around where the nearest McDonald's is, which is well, the one at Harlow that's only about 10 minutes. Yeah, but someone said to me, uh, I can't, I think it was Sabrina, hashtag drop her in it, but she said it was Pony. Don't go what, to the McDonald's Harlow or Harlow Park Run. I hope anyone who's listening uh, from Harlow Park Run doesn't want to like kill us after listening to that. But she said it's a load of rubbish. So, uh, and I don't think any park runs rubbish. So I think Sabrina should be pulled across the coals for that one when she's on next week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and actually, yeah, we'll, she won't be, we'll she won't be listening or watching. Um, just let you all into a little secret. Um, uh, Sabrina's going for a sub two hour half marathon on Sunday. So we're filming it. Um, so no pressure. And actually, a great chance because she's been smashing her training. Smashing. I'm going to change total, total what I'm talking about. If you've got any ultra marathon questions, if you're thinking about doing an ultra marathon or a running streak, put them in the chat because Ian is our ultra marathon guru and he's also on the craziest run streak. And he'll talk to about talk to us about it in a minute. But um, put your questions in about. Um, What's it called? Uh, red run, red streak, whatever it's in. What's it called? Or is it... Red, red, r- run every day. That's it. Red, run every day. So yep. He's on his yep. red and he's on, um, but also about the ultra. So put your queue in front and stick them in and we'll get onto that in a bit. <sighs> yeah. Angela Smith just said that she's agreed to do an ultra next year. I need my head red. Now, do you really need your head red? I don't think so. Or do you? I'd like to do it. Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, totally I think it's time for Ian to sell them to us, isn't it? I was talking to a geezer. I did, you know, remember I did that London Landmarks the other day, and it was a lovely chat. Um, I can't remember his name. He's some like Instagram dude. And he was a really nice guy, and he's like an ultra marathon runner. He's just said, no, you, you know, just just keep at it. It's not as bad as it seems. It's like you know, just going with an open mind. You'll actually enjoy it, you know. Mm. But I, I don't know. I'd like a re- Ian. What what's the recommendation for me and Tobe to do as in terms of our first ultra? Well, technically, an ultra it only has to be thir- about thirty-one miles. No, so, if I'm going to do it, I'm going okay. big. Uh, fifty k then. That that well, that's fifty k. That's still a thirty-one thirty-one miles. I, I like so, hundred miles. Um, the sound of that. Is that too <laughs> ambitious? Probably for your first one, but. I've, I, haven't, I haven't done 100 yet. <laughs> What's your longest one, Ian, that you've done? The uh, longest I've done is um, 48 miles. That was a single spot to the ultra. And, is it, uh, so, and this is the thing with these ultras, right? They're all hilly, aren't they? Oh, yes, I have trail. 
I think the last one I done was um about nearly seven thousand foot of elevation. <laughs> I, I actually saw some ultra runners last Saturday when I was coming back from the um I was at Bexley Park Run and I was coming back along Shooters Hill Road in South London and um the Canterbury Trails was on and um I looked them up they were people people who were doing um a hundred K from uh, London Bridge down to Canterbury. Now this was this was something that didn't attract me at all because really if I was going to do one of these races, I think I'd want to be out in the middle of nowhere, out in the woods and on the trails rather than running along the um, A207 down to uh, yeah, so, through yeah. the Kent suburbs. I couldn't really have it. But I'll tell you what, I, this is a really weird one, right? This is so random that I, that I, I wouldn't mind doing. And it could be... Well, there's two things. There's, there's, we're in the midst of a challenge, Toby. By the way, if you're following, if you're part of the community on, on YouTube, you'd have seen that Toby's shoes are being delivered this week for the next challenge. Um, but the next challenge, Toby, Toby, I, I'll put it now. We're live. Um, could be. Why don't we run from here to South End? Like that's got to be about fifty miles, isn't it? Or am I completely barking mad? Is it only twenty five? I do a bike ride from here. There's, to no, there's no point getting on a bike. <laughs> no, Nobody no, goes no. running. Running. Forty runs running community. Yeah. So can someone let me know what the distance is from Broxbourne to South End? Because I think that'd be a great ultra. I don't know why, but but the other one, what I was thinking, who was I talking to about this? Oh, it's Mark Sloan. I don't know if Mark's listening, but uh, Mark's come up with a brilliant challenge, Toby, which is basically we send Toby over to the Isle of Wight on a canoe. And then we drop him onto the Isle of Wight and he's got, he's got to run around it and he's got a certain period of time to do it. That's another ultra that he could... Ian, have you done that around the Isle of Wight? No, mine's, mine's mainly been the Ken Solik in the northeast. So North I think East. I've done a, a few of the Solik. Um, I think I, I took part in um, the wall as part of the relay. That's like a 70 mile across from Carlisle to, to Newcastle. But it was like only um, the team of four were. It was um, 440s. It was like obviously Jackie, Dan, and Amanda. Yeah. And then obviously I ran from um, Hexham into Newcastle for the last leg, but I was kind of waiting around all day. And I've done like, I've done the, the threshold one. I've done Race to Castle. And it was somebody in the comments talking about um, um, going to do day two of Race to Castle. So that's a good one to do. Oh. So, oh. Ian, how did, yeah. you, how did you get into it then? Did you sort of like, like progress? Can you just tell us, give us a brief introduction to your running story about how you um, how you gone from point one to being an ultra runner? I think when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I used to do the Great North Run just with being local because I, uh, it goes past my town because I live in South Shields, you know. And I think me my heart was always to be a runner, but I, I, then after that, I found other things and I stopped running. And I took it up again um, in about 2015. I started off by getting involved in just a, a one-mile charity race dressed as Santa. Um, and then after that, I progressed to a park run. Then I, I was doing park run for a while and I started getting back to doing the Great North Run. Um, and then half marathons let, let the marathons and then on to ultras after I started doing the trail thing. Doing a lot more so trail than progression then. Do you find that you're sort of like always looking for the next sort of adventure and are you quite an adventurous person and you know like challenging yourself? Yeah, I definitely like challenging myself. I mean every time there's somebody posts something on the on the forty page about like sort of a daft run, I always get tagged in it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. We, <laughs> up for Redner. we said 
we put Ian in because he's just a machine. He's just, <laughs> he's just an absolute machine. I remember when we did him for Ragland. Ian, I've got two questions for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. 40, right, so it's 40 miles um, mm-hmm. from Hertfordshire to South End, apparently. And thanks, by the way, 70 miles around the Isle of Wight. Toby's going to do that next year. Um, 40 miles, how long does that take? <laughs> and second question, what shoes do you wear? Do you wear, like, special, like... Ultra shoes, or do you, do you like, or do you just get a, like a daily trainer? And or, or, I mean, what surely for your, your shoes, you must be thinking something a little bit more comfy, or because it, but then your trail, talk to me about yeah. your shoes. Yeah, I mean, the last one I ran, which was like the, the Sigurdfrat Way 45 miler, I just ran them in um, me, me Gore-Tex um, Nike Trail Trail 2 ones, you know. So I ran them there. Yeah, I, I just ran the whole lot in that because I knew yeah. there was going to be some boggy bits going over the top of the hills, so they were kind of perfect. It's a normal for running shoes, so it's not, yeah. you're not you're not picking anything. And forty miles, how long do you reckon it'd take, man? It depends because what what you've got to think of about an ultra is you 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 technically you don't run the lot. I mean, you just walk up the hills and run down them. I mean, obviously, unless you're going to come top ten and you can run the lot of them, you know, I, I just kind of hike them. You know what I mean? So it's just enjoying it, you know, and just kind of. Walk the hills, run down them. You do, you, right. I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd done them um, forty-five. I'd done it in sixteen hours, which is like about an hour quicker than last. Yeah, yeah. So, so sounds like a training run, Chris. That What's that, Toe? Sounds like a training run. That walk the hills, walk up. I, re- I reckon. <laughs> I reckon forty miles. I reckon we need to aim to do that in a day. If we set off at eight o'clock, who's up for this? Let me know, everybody. Who's up for joining me and Toby and Alan? And uh, both of the Ian's are going to come and do this as well. We're going to live <laughs> yeah. podcast while we do it. To try, we're going to run from Hertfordshire to South End, and when we get to South End, we're going to have an ice cream. And that's yeah. and that's why we're going yeah, to have an ice cream. cream. Is it pretty? Just nice? just Ian, was that that, Ian, was that the biggest thing that surprised you then when you did um, you did your first ultra? You just said that um, the times where you know you walk the hills and things like that. It it, it seems that people. It, it's manageable, you know. It's not as perhaps as daunting as uh, people might envisage. Would that be fair to say? Definitely. I mean, what you've got to think of is um, when you're thinking when you're coming from like a road marathon where you've got like certain cutoff times, and obviously the the, the organisers are wanting to get the road the roads back open again for the public. Um, something like six six hours. You've got pressure to get the the run done in that time. But with the trail, the, the cutoffs aren't as kind of tough you know what i mean so, so obviously with with you doing the the trail stuff and that like it, it can take longer i mean i think it was like a 17 and a half hour cut off for the the 45 miler and that you know um and i think for the wall for doing the 70 miler one i think you had 26 hours to do that one and so the cutoffs aren't, aren't as bad and it's manageable i mean so from the some of the threshold series ones obviously the race the castle i just done you had people just hiking it for the two yeah. days doing the hundred k, so it's it's not as daunting as what you would think, and it's it kind of you've got longer cutoffs, so it is more doable. And there's not the sort of fixation with PBs and things like that that we perhaps have, you know, when mm. we're doing half marathons, marathons, or ten k's or whatever. You know, you're not fixated with um, how long it takes you to do because there's not that pressure to uh, complete in the task is the big thing, I suppose. Yeah, it is. It's just all about getting to that finish line, however you get it. I mean, you, you, you meet people along the way and you start like being at the same pace as them. You start talking to them, getting to know them, you know, made quite a few friends that way and just like kind of, you know, so it's, I like it, it's the, good. I, I like way. the idea of that. I like just, so basically I could talk to someone for 16 hours. Tobe, I could talk <laughs> to you for 16 hours. You, and your aftershocks, your battery would run out. 
So I know that you would have. Yeah, to that's only got about five hours in it. Al, have you Al, have you done it? You haven't. Have you done stalk? What's what's stalk? No, I didn't. No, no, no. Stalk ten. That's about oh, an ultra ten. for me. No, that don't count, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stalk fifty, no, isn't I, it? We, that goes. The stalk on the other week cheated Actually, running the day we did rock up and run. So mm. uh, um, that was that's normally around about mid to late October. So I've not seen it advertised for this year, but I don't see why not, as uh, it ran during COVID last year. So if anyone's local to Bishop Stortford, have a look at that one. What's, um, what's the best time to be doing the ultras, do you think, then, Ian? You know, it's the old sort of, I suppose it just accentuates the, uh, you know, cold and comfortable to the hot and um, steamy sort of comparison. You know, what would you prefer to do? Um, I think the times I've kind of done marathon, so like ultras and stuff, has been the kind of May, June, July sort of time. And obviously, it starts getting a bit too warm in August and September, and that you know. So it's better. I mean, I have done a kind of a trail marathon. Um, I think it was in November, and it was it was awful. It, it, it kind of it was so bad. It was rain, windy, and muddy as hell. And I think it was so bad they actually changed the marathon route to be two laps of the half route because yeah. it was that bad. Um, I think that was the closest I've ever come to um, DNFing in a, in a race. Um, I finished in nine hours, but I still got round. Finished dead last, but I, but I still got round. And yeah. I think that's one of the things you kind of learn from doing all that stuff is like kind of like you're mentally so much stronger. It's yeah. not just about your legs getting round. It's like your brain, you know, mind against your body sort of thing. You know what I mean? When you when you want to quit, just pushing on. And every time I'm in a tough place on, on an ultra or something, I just draw from them sort of experiences, you know? It's incredible. That's great. Alan, we've got plenty of um, comments and uh, questions it. coming in. What we got? He's gone. Where is he? Oh, he's on mute. You're muted again now. He's on mute. Well, I tell you, while, he, while we sort Alan's mic out, all I've got to say is, Mark Sloan, you said to me on uh, Wednesday that you really fancied an ultra, so I'm totally up for that uh, with Gemma. I think that we all run from Hertfordshire to Southend, if anyone will figure that out and we'll do that next year if anybody wants to do it. So we're running for an ice cream. Um, I've got to give a big shout out to Chris Grantham. He's joined us. I sit, um, We said hello to Ray, didn't we? Um, yeah. I've got to make sure I give a shout out to Ray. Um, there was someone asking about some shoes. Where was it? Uh, Billy, Ch- ah, Billy Chapman, that was it. Because I've had this, I've had a lot of questions about this actually on Instagram. People have been messaging me about their marathon shoes. So, uh, which is a bit of a worry because I think really you should probably have had your marathon shoes sorted really by now. But it's still a good question. What non-plated shoes would each of you recommend for a marathon? I'm including the speed as plated. I'm going to cheat a little bit, Billy. Um, but I was running in the Sketches Max Road 5. I did 20 miles in them on Sunday and they were amazing. Uh, they are, the reason I say them cheating because they do actually have a carbon infused H plate at the front, but it's there also for um stability more than propulsion so i would recommend the max road five i'd also have a look at the um obviously glide ride two which toby um done his 100 mile review and that's out today on the channel if you've not seen that if you want something with a rocker in it and a little bit more firmer what are you wearing for your marathon uh wilco oh i've got some uh brooks adrenalines i like them i'm just comfortable in them we need to do. I'm going to do a whole show, right? Because I filmed 
was it yesterday or the, the other day, a, a video about Nike. I went on a rant and rave about Nike. And I'm, and I'm next up ranting and raving is about Brooks because I am bored to death of their shoes being the same shoes. They're like from 1987. They're the same thing. Yeah, but I never had a pair then. There's, there's, they're so boring. I, I, I mean, I know everybody in the community loves Brooks shoes, but they're so boring. Anyway, but that's another podcast. What about Al? Are, are you back up and running, bruv? I didn't go away. It's always oh, there. He never went away. So, bruv, what you, what shoes are you thinking of for your non-plated for a marathon? Non-plated. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm training at the moment in Brooks, but the Hyperion. Um, it's got to be an age thing. Yeah, go on. It probably is, yeah. Obviously, I'm waiting for my Max Road 5 sketches to come back in stock. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the waiting list. Um, and I, I'm still debating whether to go for a pair of hockers just to give them a try, as I've not tried oh, those. Oh, the, the Cliftons? don't know. There's so many options, so nice, many pairs of white ones. I don't know. I just might buy them all. <laughs> Actually, I'm going for a real black stage eating shoes. I've got three, I'm just looking over here. I've got three pairs. Four pairs of black shoes here. I don't know why I keep going. I went for a period of orange shoes. Does anyone else go through that? Like, like Ian's uh, is on a run streak. I go for a colour streak. <laughs> I went, I went mad, and I went and got a load of orange shoes. And now I've got, I don't know, why, I've gone all black. I don't, I don't. Know. I mean, I like black shoes, but they all look the same. Oh, I mean, oh. it's almost time to talk to Ian about his run streak. But before that, I want yeah. one last thing about ultras, which is probably the most attractive thing of doing an ultra in my respect is all the free food you get. Oh, talk us through it. That's true. Definitely. I mean, from my point of view, that's another thing that attracts us about ultras is the fact I, I'll tell, I like to call them just a long distance buffet. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just eat your way through. <laughs> yeah, like pie, sandwiches, all sorts. Pies? Yeah. You yeah, eat a pie yeah. when you're out doing a marathon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Anything, any, anything goes. <laughs> you know? What's your, your go to? What's your go to sort of? During your run, nutrition-wise, you know, what's the delicacy that you might get at, um, at your pit stop that gets you going and you look forward to? Um, I think recently it's been pork pies. <laughs> it's funny because I've, I've, I'm, I know a guy who does, um, who does Iron Man's swears mm-hmm. by pork pies. Really? Too. Yeah. Yeah, pork pies, scotch up. eggs, things like that. Oh, I was ba- I was back in trouble <laughs> on Tuesday, weren't I, boys? I, we we done the, we was doing a club run, and I had, had well, Toby made me have it. I had um, a double cheese, a double quarter pound out with cheese, and it was about three hours before. But I I was I was in trouble. I mean, they all done <laughs> they all went off ahead of me. I was, I, and that was about three. I don't know how you do it. I don't know. I couldn't eat anything like that. I'd you did miss bored. out half your meal there. You also had the chicken burger <laughs> and the litre of Coke. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true. I do. I, uh, yeah. It, yeah. It was a bit, a bit of a schoolboy era to be, to be, to be fair. What yeah. Is it? Al wants to know if there's a vegan option. Yeah. Come on in. How do us vegans get around 50 miles? Oh, that's true. Eat grass. <laughs> it's plentiful in good supply. Actually, not, not not being a vegan, I'm not too sure, but I know a lot of the, the events are starting at them because that that question just come up like threshold day to some of the vegan food options on the on the on the on the buffet tables. I like they call uh, it. We get a special uh, VIP buffet table, do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Can't you just so eat the trees and stuff? Or are they, <laughs> they got? They're not allowed to do that. I think Mel's being rude. Nuts to vegans, apparently, but I think I know what she means. You shouldn't. 
there's, there's, <laughs> we shouldn't start poor old out. Come on, let's be nice to him. He's only been let out for a couple of hours from the home. Pretty, Come on, let's be nice Well, I mean, we him. could bring Al to the centre stage now. He could do Ian's um, lightning round questions. Oh, yeah, watch that. We'll, we'll have a chat about um, running every day. Right, we ready? Have we prepped him for this? Does he know it's coming? Right, hey, right, you ready for Run this? Run the Ian? BT. Right. right, roll the titles, boys. Roll the titles. <laughs> Uh, welcome back, Ian. Hello. <laughs> welcome to the lightning round. This is the best part of the show. They probably didn't tell you that in their, uh, the prep, but you can't go wrong. You know the answers, trust me. So I'm just going to fire them at you, okay? Short, snappy. Let's have your best answers. So yep. bucket list race. I fancy the Comrades, the you original marathon, but I definitely have to probably train for it. <laughs> yeah, you've got to do both there and back, remember? Two years running. Pre-race breakfast? Um, it's got to be a bagel, peanut butter, a bit of honey and a bit of um, banana on the top. Oh, sounds good. Favourite distance? We probably know the answer to this, but tell us anyway. Probably ultra for the buffet, but I'm partial to a, a nice fast road 10k. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Okay, favourite brand of running shorts? Shorts? Um, yeah. I'm using Under Armour at the minute. Okay, cool. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Summer Coke or winter training? Doesn't make any difference. I'm a red run. I'm training every day. <laughs> cool stuff. Road or trail? Trail. Your one song playlist. Remember, it's got to keep you going 50 miles. It's got to be Foo Fighters Pretender. Okay, last question. Newcastle or Sunderland? <laughs> Is that even a question? Newcastle, of course. You tell me. Right, roll <laughs> the titles, Ty. With... Oh, he done well. That was great, you? Ian. <laughs> yeah, and that reminds me of a story that my dad used to work with a Geordie and um, his dad wouldn't eat um, bacon because it was red and white stripes. So, um, you know, it's, um, it can be pretty uh, divisive yeah, there, Newcastle or Sunderland. Uh, I think angle, some some. Some of the fans even boycotted sugar puffs at one point because um, there was one on the advert had a red and white strip on or something. <laughs> I have to say, I think that I think the people up in, in Newcastle, the North East, are just the best. I mean, I, and that's when I said it, I mean, and that's not just because Ian's here, but that's the thing that dry, brings me back to the Great North Run every single year is the people of the North East. They are just the best. Absolutely. Just, I know, they're just amazing, amazing people, friendly and outgoing. <laughs> just, I don't give a monkeys about nothing. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it it's really been great. We've only got a few weeks now. It's not long at all. Yeah, not long, not long. It's a month. It was a month yesterday. I remember, actually, it brings me to a story about Ian. Ian, do you remember when we was doing, well, I can't remember which year it was, and uh, I was running and I was mucking about with the camera as well, and uh, as usual, and I did, and I'm not going to try and do your accent here, but it was all right, all right 40. <laughs> How you doing? He just started chatting to me, but he came up like a, a silent assassin behind me. Chat, 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 like he like he was out for a walk in the park and then just like legged it past me. He was like gone up the hill. We was at oh, what's the t- uh, I think I think it was um the felon bypass going past Gateshead Stadium, yeah. I think. And uh, he was just uh... chatting away, he was it was just like <laughs> he was just out for a daily stroll, he's brilliant. But again, just brings back amazing memories of, of my favorite um favorite race of the year. So are you gonna be doing it this year, Ian? 
I will be definitely. Yeah, I've, I've got a membership, so I cannot not do it. I mean, yeah. the, the rules all close anyway, like so I kind of get away with not doing it. I'm what do you think? Doing... What's the reaction um, up there about the uh, course changes and everything? Because obviously, um, because of the um, because of the virus and concerns about um, packed public transport, they're um, not going to South Shields this year, which is obviously your hometown. So it must be. Yeah, it must be pretty hard. A bit gutted for all the local businesses that kind of rely on the trade and stuff for, for South Shields. But um, I think looking at the route they've done, it's probably the best it could come up with. You know what I mean? Keeping it on the kind of dual carriageway and then kind of out and back, you know. So it's going to be different. Um, I think a lot. Of, I see a lot of people asking questions, what's the, the, the route like? Because I've ran from South Shields up to Newcastle before and it's uphill, even though it doesn't seem like this. So um, I think it's, it's going to be a bit trickier than actual... The normal one, to be fair, but finishing in the town centre. So, I, I'd imagine I'm sure the public will get behind it just like they always do, and it yeah, will be always, a great always. event. Oh yeah, definitely. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Without a doubt. Now, Ian, before we go, we need to talk about Reds running every day because can you just fill us in on how many days, consecutive days you've been out running? Today is 622 days of running every day, at least one mile. <laughs> sorry, say um, that again, Ian. Just sorry, because just to make sure people understood how many days you've been running for, say it again. 622 days. I started yeah. running, running streak on the 1st of December 2019. Okay, I tell you what, anybody, can you raise Ian's 600 and whatever it is, put it on the chat, or send me uh, send us an email, longrunshow at gmail.com, if you can beat Ian's long um, run every day streak. 600 and, what was it again, Ian? I still can't get 22. it. 622. <laughs> so on the 1st of December 2019, Ian, did you sort of like get up and think, you know what, I'm just going to go out and run and see how many days I can run without stopping? Well, I think I'm, I'm involved in another community, which is the Red Community, and they do like um, a big push for like um, first of December that run every day in December. I think there's a couple of different communities do it. Like there's a Red one, I think there's a Marketing one as well, um, and it's just kind of a, a push to try and do a run every day in December because it's the toughest year, and you can you can it's, whatever weather you know it could be running wind, hail, snow, you know, lightning probably this year. <laughs> you know what I mean, um, so it's the hardest day. I mean, I've, I've I've done it for the past four years. Um, before that, just trying to do like 
keep your running streak going. I think I've managed like 60 days and 80 days and stuff. Um, and this is the first year I've managed to keep it kind of going into like nearly two years now. So I think I've kind of cracked it. It's best down to what? What's the factor? You know, keeps it ticking along. I think probably what I've done differently this time is I've not focused as much on me me pace fast. Um, I think what what a lot of people do when they first start doing the run streaks that they try and do like the five k park run PB every day, and you just can't. Your body just can't do it. I mean, your body needs a rest. I mean, obviously. With, with red that's the tricky thing that with rest um you you cannot really kind of rest because you've got to keep going but i think you use the things like i use me one mile slower days as kind of a rest day um and then i could keep chipping over till i feel a bit better and i start doing me longer runs as well obviously things like marathon marathons and so like halves and stuff um me ultras, I think the day after I've done me ultras, I think my legs just don't feel me own, but I, I just kind of crawl around and do a, a one mile just to keep it ticking over. Um, and do you, um, is it that you have to, um, have you had any real close shaves? Is there any times you've been sat on the sofa at half past 11 at night and then thought, oh, <laughs> bloody hell, I'm not done me wrong. I don't think it's been that close, but there has been times where I've got to go at 8 o'clock and I've realised, because oh, I've had a busy day, I thought, oh, I better get out and do it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, But I think as well, what I've kind of learned is to be very creative. I mean, you use things like kind of run at the shops, as yeah, red room, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, obviously, um, some of the North... As, as us northeasters, we're, we're like we're like a bit of beer and that now and again. I think it's been times when I've actually been out on a night out, knowing I've been too worse for wear. So I've stayed out till after twelve o'clock, then done me red run at twelve o'clock midnight. Oh, so I've got like, yeah. so I've got, I've still got it the next day and it's done. And it's getting crazy. Engineer, that. <laughs> that is hardcore. Well, Alan, have yeah. you ever done one of these streaks? Told you, day ten. No, I think my. <laughs> My maximum is 18 because I do like a rest. Snoozing comes into play. So uh, uh, rest days and snooze days are you, yeah. essential on Hanson plan. But oh, yeah, uh, no, true. it's great effort. You know, I mean, that, to, goes, that goes in line with what Ian is saying about intensity and all that, doesn't it? That you can't, you know, because the Hanson is such an intense uh, yeah. activity. Generally. Ian, have you got enough years left in you to beat dear old Ron Hill? What was he, 52 no. years, wasn't he? No, I don't think I have, but I'll, I'll give it a bash. Uh, <laughs> give going. it a try. Keep going. Have you got? Have you got a, 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 a goal in which to reach in terms of, you know, you're running? Is it? Is it? You know, I want to run for five years. I want to run. Which just, just sounds ridiculous, but you know, is there a goal that you've got when you when you are you going to be like Forrest and just be running down the road <laughs> and, and stop and go right? That's it. I'm done now. I'm not really sure at the minute. I mean, the first one was kind of like, um, obviously, I've, I've done like kind of three months and stuff. And I started, I think the big one was kind of getting a full year done. Once I've done that, I mean, you just kind of tick off your milestones, like a 600 is my last one. Obviously, two years is my next goal. I'm just going to keep going on that. And then, I mean, there's, there's another one where you, where you hit a thousand. So they call, that's called that you, you, in, in the red community, like kind of your comma day. So it's your first comma day. So you've done a thousand days. Um and there's, there, there is actually ones, I can't remember what, how many days Forrest Gump actually ran, but there is actually a, a, a Forrest Gump day called as well, for like how many days he ran as well. Like So I'm just going to keep going. I mean, for, from my point of view, it's it's that much of a habit to us now, you know. Mm. Um, it, Obviously, the more you do it, you, you just think, I'm, I may as well do it. It's a habit. So 
And I mean, from my point of view, anybody can kind of find 10, 15 minutes a day to even to just do a mile. Actually, you know what Ian, I mean? I've got, what's your, if, if somebody is looking to start, I know a lot of the streaks, they happen by accident and then people mm. fall into it. But what, what would be your number one tip for anybody on a run streak to, you know, to whether it be to maintain it or whatever, what would be your number one tip? I'd definitely say just slow, slow the, the pace and intensity down. Obviously, if you're doing kind of training plans, you can t- still do your intensive days on there, but keep your kind of like rest days as being a, a slow, just kind of plod. You know, that's how you maintain it, you know, using your one mile day as a kind of a rest day. Um, and I mean, if, like I say, if I, if I can do four, it was in four weekends and still maintain me going streak, that shows I'm doing something right. And touch wood, I haven't been injured for a while. So. Yeah. Hold right. on, he's just he's just slipped that in. <laughs> four ultras in four weekends. Four ultras in four weekends here. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, it started in um, I think when I done them um, the wall re- relay with them um, for for the northeast forties in four weekends. Yeah. So, what uh, so are you I done. Of? Are you got like Wolverine or something? <laughs> Possibly. So I done the what? So I done the wall, and then the next week I done them um, race to castle hundred k over two days. And then I done Endure 24, and I managed um, seven laps of that, which is 35 miles. And then the week after that, I done me South Coast Way 45 miler. That's insane. Let, that can can insane. some email us anybody who's beaten that? That's incredible. Four ultras. In, that's in, that's amazing. That is incredible. I yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you know what? Actually, I'm sorry, I, Ian. I was actually thinking there's a couple of people in the group, isn't it, Al? Uh, who've yeah. Been on, Chloe down in South End has just done three six five, and uh, Nini down in South London she did her three six five a couple of weeks ago. So we've got people chasing you, mate. You're going to have yeah, to keep on your toes. Yeah, you're going to stop. Yeah, keep going then. <laughs> just keep going. Oh, we got our Razor. Hang on, Ray. Uh, do you guys think? Sorry, this is totally unrelated, but. We do love Ray. Do you think the guys, uh, the Mac Four, would be a good non-plated uh, marathon shoe? No, Ray, it's not. Um, I hope that answers that. I wouldn't wear it for a marathon. Um, that's another story. But yeah, sorry. Um, I, I just, I just can't get over that four. That's incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. Get your heads around that, boys. How do you keep yourself going when you're? I mean, you've got a pretty big pair of headphones on there, Ian, that we can see us <laughs> YouTube viewers. People who are on Spotify or downloading it on the podcast will have to take our word for it. But do you keep yourself going with music or books or what? How do you? How do you manage to do these distances? And I know keep... how he does it. I know. Yeah. There's been seven episodes now. So what he does, <laughs> he just puts them on shuffle from the Long Run podcast. He just shuffles them and he listens to them for those four ultras. That's what he does. In the 40 playlist, of course. Yeah. Oh, the 40 <laughs> playlist. Well, I see there's a new playlist doing the... Oh, there's rumours of a new playlist. Yeah, well, well this, was, this was it, wasn't it? We're trying to create the, the next or the new playlist for... Because all the... All of them, but the marathons are coming back in se- in um, September, October. So we're trying to put a playlist together for um, for the guys to listen to as they're going around. Now, personally, I just put it out there with the London Marathon in mind. Um, I would um, I would recommend not listening to music while you're doing the the London Marathon, especially. I've got no idea what the atmosphere is going to be like this year, by the way. Um, but I would recommend not to wear um, any music and just soak up the atmosphere. But if you are out there and um, music's your thing, if you're not listening to the Long Run podcast, which you can download on Spotify and all other podcast um, 
platforms, um, then hopefully we've got the playlist up and running because there were some cracking entries in there. I know um, the old guy was trying to get Ollie Murs up there, so that could get included. But um, we, we think we've probably missed that one. Yeah, out Nick Astley was making it was making a a, a a surprise climb up the charts as well. Now I must say, when I saw this, that. One of the records that was about fifth or sixth in the list, I cannot think of a worse running record than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that's a funny All one. those different changes of pace and everything like that. I mean, I don't like the record anyway. It's but like doing a musical but... fart leg, Ian. Yeah, yeah he treat would it like a fart leg. You'd but... be chilling and then all of a sudden you'd be running really fast. Yeah, yeah. I just print- can't. I, I couldn't, you know, plenty of Queen songs, Don't Stop Me Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Another One Bites the Dust, yeah. lots of other ones like that, fine. I could not think of a worst, a worst. Let us know. Email in the show. What's your worst running song? We talk about best running song. What was it in the lightning round, Al? Was it your number one song on the playlist? Well, it's the it's the one song playlist. Yeah, so what yeah. would be your, the song that you wouldn't have on the playlist? Now that would be interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. The playlist won't be getting within four postal codes of my iPhone if it's got Bohemian Rhapsody on it. So everybody, just so you know, if you want to get um, Wilco Ian a uh, Christmas present, send him a copy. Yeah, Queen's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> send it to, and while you're at it, the DVD of Wayne's World. So just send, yeah. that, just send that to Ian. <laughs> He'd love it. Oh dear. Yes, boys, have we got time? Because I've had a couple of, well, couple. I've had about a million emails this week. But have we got time for to, to do Yeah, let's smash some emails. And Ian, please feel free to join in. If yeah, you've we, got, Ian, we want your input on these. Let me, let me um, as always, I've not printed them off or planned it in any way. We're just going to wing it. Um, so, as we always do, hang on, old site. Let me get it up. So, thanks to everybody. Um, oh, this is coming. Now, who remembers this? Mark... Mark Jones, do you remember Toenate, Toenail Gate that we had? Oh, yeah. The Toenail, toenail story from a couple of, yeah. Do you remember that? Hmm. Hi, guys. Just thought I'd update you on the toenail. <laughs> oh, you've had your teeth, folks. <laughs> big thanks for the shout out. I've been the first email being read out on the show. Um, the other big toenail has now gone black. Keep up the good work. Very <laughs> <laughs> much. So I had to give it uh, right, but that wasn't the one I was going to read out. Um, so here we go. Now I said uh, this is from um, Mister Nobody Runs. Um, here we go. Bear with me, all right? Because I'm going to try and read this out as quick as I can. Um, basically, he loves the YouTube channel, loves it, and I'm not surprised. If you're not subscribed, make sure you do. Uh, I was just wondering if you could give me a bit of advice. I'm running the Great North Run. Good news. Um, and he's looking forward to it. Uh, uh, but during my training for my first half, I got to 10K uh, and then got sick for two months. I'm sorry to hear that. I ran a few times, walked a lot. Blah, blah, blah. Once I was well again, I went out running, did a couple of 5Ks and 7Ks and then moved up to 11K. My problem is since I've moved, uh, since I've run, I've ended up with my inner shins just above the ankle aching quite a lot while running. And with five weeks to go, until the Great North Run, I don't really want to take time off. I was wondering if any suggestions. Now, this does lead in to another email that we've had, uh, which was similar because it was from Sarah from Hereford. And she was asking about dealing with niggles, injury niggles when marathon training. So a similar sort of thing. 
is how do you deal with the aches and pains and moans and groans that your body's telling you, whether you're training for a marathon or half marathon. So, Ian, start with you with your um, ultra marathon hat on and your red streak hat on. How do you, with those sort of niggles, how do you how do you deal with those yourself? Sounds to me a bit more like it's um, it's just been he had a, he's had a little bit of a rest and he's kind of like up his intensity. He's kind of like take the intensity down a little bit to kind of like give you your muscles and, and your shins a chance to kind of like build back up again because that that's what normal shin splints is. It just kind of overuse, isn't it? You know what I mean? So it's kind of like yeah, it's yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean, that's, it's classic, uh, classic sign. It's, it's just overuse. Um, uh, with chin with splints, I mean, first thing, as I think we said the other week, didn't we, boys? Go and see a specialist, yeah, number one. None, none of us here are qualified to talk about any of this. It's just purely our own, our own opinion. But with shin splints, go and, see, uh, go and see somebody. Sometimes it's um, just getting your calves, you know, make sure you're rolling out your calves, stretching out your calves and all that stretching. kind of stuff. Yeah, can really, really help get the old massage gone on that massage oh. gun on the calves and all that kind of stuff. That can really help uh, alleviate some of the stress that's causing the shin splints. But in in general, with it, answering sort of both the questions, I guess is with those niggles. Me personally, I tend. <laughs> this is the worst advice. I t- I tend to run through them a little bit until I get to the point because I know my body now. Right, I know at which point basically. I need to go and see Monica and moan and groan and swear at her for a, an hour while she sticks needles in me. Um, there's, I, I know at which point it is. And I think, but I think if, if anybody is getting some niggles, I think that the number one advice really is just to go, as soon as you get it, go and see someone because then they can, if they catch it early enough, it can be a, such a simple thing as, you know, you should be doing more stretches here. You should be, you know, really focusing your rolling on this area or, you know, get a bit of KT tape just to give you a bit of support the way it's done properly and, and just, you know, maybe run a little bit easier and they can give you some proper advice. Than... And, like, and like all medical things, if you've got a small thing, it's easier to deal with a small thing than exactly. if you, leave and, and you and aggravate it. Like I've said a million times, uh, the reason I go Monica is because usually she finds the problem somewhere else on my body. So it could be, you know, your shin splints, could be coming from, you know, weak glutes or, or something else. or Which could be related to your back or something. Yeah, yeah. If, you're getting, <laughs> if you're getting niggles through your marathon train, it's probably a, uh, because you've not, you know, trained, uh, so you're not strength and conditioned at all. You've not worked on your core. So maybe it's a little bit late now with five, six weeks to go, but you can still do some work in terms of stretching and, and doing stuff like yoga, Pilates and all that kind of stuff to help that and those niggles and things like that. So I think that's, um, some advice I, I say that I wouldn't listen to what I do, which is tend to run these through these things because that's how I end up in, in the mess that I do. But, um, yeah, hopefully that's answered that. There was a question, I saw a question coming from somebody on the YouTube. Um, bar yeah, side. A, yeah, what was it, Al? Bar side, um, looks like he's training for the Brighton Marathon in was it just over four weeks? Uh, he's got a long run coming up this Saturday, followed by a uh, half marathon the following week. How should he tackle it? Is it go hard? Is it take 10K as a warm-up and then take it easy? How should you treat those as we're virtually reaching taper time? What, the half marathon? Is that what he's... The half... 
It's the uh, the long run, the long slow run, the thirty seven k one week and the half marathon the next. So yeah, two, I, I, two consecutive weekends. I would run the half marathon at goal pace. Um, is what I would do. I would run it at your target pace. So basically, forget whatever race it is and think that it's the Brighton Marathon. So go through the whole procedure of race day prep, everything that you would do for Brighton Marathon. Do it that day. So take 300 stops to the Portaloo, take a, you know, a selfie in the Portaloo and tag me at 40 runs at 40 underscore runs on Instagram. Uh, if you're like Toby, then obviously, you know, have a couple of more trips than you need, but then just do the whole race prep, right? Like it was the Brighton Marathon, then go and run that half marathon. Exactly the way that your strategy, whatever you're going to be doing is on the day. So if you're looking to even split it or, you're looking to negative split it, whatever your goal pace is, or however, if you run into heart rate, zone two, three, whatever, um, run it exactly like that. In terms of your long run, I would run your long run as you have been running your long runs, building your miles up. Hopefully you've been doing them at easy, easy pace, relatively uh, low to moderate effort levels, but you know, with a little bit of pace in there at some point, don't do what I did on Sunday, which was, so um, I went like, well early on my pace and started running what was it seven and a half minute miles or something i was doing i went you it's like you to get home i just wanted to get home and then i totally blew up with a mile to go oh, and i was done but lucky for me the train lines came down and i got to recover but I, I went out i went off way too early didn't stick to pace and i blew up on the 20 miler um and that's you know and i i wouldn't class myself as experienced but you know, I know my way around a 20-mile run now, but I still cocked it up. So don't do not do what I did. Just make sure you stick to your plan, do what you've done. Uh, and, and It practice. sounds like a good opportunity to try a few things out for race, yeah, you know, to finalise yeah. your plans. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds That's like a good idea. You'd recommend yeah, that, you know, three or four weeks before doing the race? Yeah. I told, I told Sabrina to do that. She was asking me about the big half because she's doing that. I think a lot of London Marathon runners are doing the big half because it's part of the course backwards. And I said to her, because of the timing, to go out and run the big half exactly as though you was running the first half of London. Um, everything, you know, because you've got the bag drop, you've got, you've got all the toilets, you've got, you know, you've got all the stress of getting there. Some of it's going to be early. I think some of the waves start at like nine o'clock. You've got to get into London and and all that kind of stuff. So literally, just drill it as though it's as though it's the big day. And um, it's no it's no coincidence that these things are three or four weeks before. No, this absolutely. is why they're organised, because they know that people who are doing the London Marathon will use it as a warm-up and a good opportunity for them. So join the party. Yeah, 100%. 100%. If, you're, if you've got no target in mind in terms of your marathon or half marathon, whatever it is, then just go and have fun. I mean, that's the best thing. My number one advice is always to go and have a good time, smile and, and have a good time as you go around. But if you if you are you know got a time in mind or, or or some form of goal, then then whatever that goal is, then practice it uh, in your half marathon. So hopefully that helped. Do we got anything else out uh, coming in? Or have I got? Yeah, I think I've got to raise this because I know on previous podcasts we've upset some of the Northerners. This week I think we've upset some of the Southerners. There's a oh, few shout-outs for the Great South Run. Emphasize Great South Run, not the North Toby. Run. So Toby, there's a few votes for that. Now. No, no. Well, we might as well be balanced. Upset everyone. Toby. Keep it consistent. Um, Sit in the middle. Richie, Richie Flores signed up to do 100K. So oh. that feels like a long way. How many miles is that, Ian? Come on, you should know. 100K. 100K 
Oh, six, 60 mile. Is that a race to the stones? Wow. I fancy doing that. There's there's a few I'm that are about up. that distance. Yeah, the Stones Tower. He mentioned it. And coming back to the northeast, Karen Lumley's asked Ian again if he's got any experience of running the, the Hard Moors Ultra. So, uh, uh, ever done that one, Ian? There's a few of them. I did one, um, it was the 30, which was actually about 34 miles. And it was up and down the steps from Whit- Whitby and Raven's car. And that, that was tough. Oh. Um, they they are really, really tough. They're not called hard moors for without a reason, but they're really good, well organised. Okay. And, and the, buff, the buffet then. table is good as well. There's <laughs> something else to look at now, isn't it? Look at the uh, incline and the, and the food. And then yeah, make do you have this sort of sixth sense that, oh, this is going to be really tough. I've got to do this one. What was that? Do you get the sense that, oh, this one's going to be really tough. I've got to do it. Or do you sort of like try and modify the ones and do the ones that you know you'll complete and there won't be any issues? No, no I like to challenge myself. I mean, like I say, next next year I'm planning on doing Enduro 24 as a solo. Um, I know there's loads of people do it and um, trying to do as many laps as you can in 24 hours. I'm hoping to try and do at least 50 there. Um, and probably the year after I'm, I'm planning on trying to do the wall, which is um, 70 miles all the way along. Um, yeah, so uh, just keep challenging myself, you know. That's hardcore, and, and obviously, don't forget the forty um, half a chit of South End ice cream ultra. Don't forget that one. Here. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah. I think that's the one that's going to be on everyone's bucket list for two thousand twenty-two. Make a check whether the halfway house is still open on the A one two seven. Oh yeah, if anyone knows the answer. The good thing is for Toby, we actually go past. I think three McDonald's. I'm Are they going to shut the M25 that. for us? Huh? Are they going to shut the M25 for us? We might get that. That might be costly, but no, I, there must be a room. There must be. Be quicker to avoid the M25. You've been yeah, there. There's got to be yeah, a room. Yeah, probably You're probably right. From here. We, we're going to get. We're going to get this. I'll look up the cycle route. And yeah. no, no, no but no, it's like on the right route. It, cycle it'll be down right. the A10. Round the North Circular and out on the A127 through Ilford, I'd suggest. But I'm, oh, lovely. I'm guessing. Oh. <laughs> nice and quiet. That Scenic, be. I think, is one way of describing that. Mm. So, that Ian, you, you're doing the Great North Round. What's your next event? What's your next ultra? Um, I haven't got any ultras planned yet. Doesn't mean I'm not. I mean, I will be doing, I think I've got a hard moors half, which I think is about 16, 16 mile. I think that's in a couple of weeks after the um, London Marathon, because I've got London Marathon in October as well. Um, not much this year, um, but obviously next year I'm making plans for doing the other stuff. But tomorrow I've got one, um, it's just a 10K, the Gator Trail 10K. Um, I think meeting with a few Northeast 40s there, like say Jan and a few other people around um, yeah. from the Northeast. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that one because that's actually still my PB from five years ago. I think my 10K PB, which I'm not fast enough to beat at the minute, like with us doing ultra training. But um, yeah, definitely. Hey, got you got, uh, are you a charity place for London? Um, no, luckily enough, me, fr- me myself and my friend Adrian, who is also another 40 runner, um, we managed to win a place on the Virgin um, Marathon Facebook page. Wow. In a way, kind of tag your mate. Um, wow. I think all, all my but friends. I think it, all yeah. my friends seem to think I'm lucky as hell because the amount of stuff I won. I think I, I think I once won a, a team entry to endure, which is about six hundred quid or something. Um, oh I've won life. a pair of aftershocks headphones and stuff. I'm going to jump on him and rub myself <laughs> all over here and see if some of his luck rubs off onto me. 
Some yeah, I'm always, I'm always getting tagged on the call anyway. That's incredible. <laughs> That's pretty well, Ian. Thanks ever so much for um, joining us, uh, giving us a real good insight into the world of um, long distance running. Yeah, past the marathon mark. Um, I look yeah. forward to seeing you at the Great North Run. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to coming up. Thanks ever so much for your thanks, coming. Ian. Appreciate it, Pleasure. Chris. What are you up to this weekend? Yeah, so like, as I said, we're going to McDonald's. I mean, go park run uh, in the morning. Uh, and then we're smashing up a shed. That's a story for another day. Um, and then Sunday, Sabrina's running 159.59, and then we're going to then do 10K after that, so we'll get our 20 miles in. Um, that's the plan for Sunday. And then next week um, is more of the same. I think we just got we just got to keep going. Now, obviously, with the focus on the London physical, my time aspirations, I think, will go out of the window because you can't – um, uh, run really I don't think too much focus on too much of a time at London I'll go there and just have a good time so I'm now probably focused a little bit more on putting more distance in than speed so but I don't want to I'm not going to chase it over the next couple of weeks I'm just going to try and enjoy myself really uh, as we as we get closer and closer to the uh, to the big day but yeah that's it what about you guys um, we congratulate Al on his 50th part run Oh yeah, well done. T-shirt Alan. has arrived. Woo. Is it? Have you got Excellent. it? You're going to be yeah. buying it tomorrow. Where is it? Uh, it's not. It's not in the same postcode as me, but it oh, will okay. be coming out soon. But I'm going off to Whitford to to knock up my 51st park run. Good man. Um, I'm hoping the cakes are as good as last week. Big shout out to Jan for her vegan chocolate brownies. Oh, so, Mark uh, McGreevy, you got to give a shout out to Posty because Mark McGreevy, Mark? yeah, we got you some vegan. Uh, what was it? Vegan fudge. Vegan fudge? Oh, epic. Yes, yeah. Mark, please. Yeah, the posty. I'll make a guest appearance at Broxbourne to come and pick it up. That sounds mm-hmm. I'll take all your um, vegan, um, you know, donations. So if you've been to Tesco's and you've accidentally picked up the wrong thing and you get your basket, you think, oh, bloody hell, I've picked up the yeah. vegan sausages or something. Al will take donations, welcome. So just uh, give us a nod, send us an email, tell us what sort of vegan food stuff that you might have, yeah, and I'll show you them. And I'll, I'll take them out on my Sunday night run. There's a, a gang of mad 40s um, repeating the London Relay route. Remember the uh, London Relay from a oh, couple yeah. of years ago that run 24-7? Yeah, there's about yeah. half a dozen of us going out at 3.30 in the morning to run oh. some of London. So if you're give in London at that time... Who's going? Give them a yeah, shout give out. us a shout-out. I can't remember who's going. That's admin, Chris. I don't do that kind of thing. Oh. But we'll, we'll post it in the group. I'm Make sure those that do is know. going to be one of those. Yeah, I think it's there. Faye's there. Sheila's there. Carolyn's there. I'm there. Apologies if I've missed you. Kathy's there. They're the ones I do know about. There'll be no, more. Mate. But yeah, if you're piling out of the clubs at 4am along the embankment, look out for out, us. Out. We might be running past you. That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Well, what about you, Ian? Where are you running part right tomorrow? Um, I'm at Bexley again. I'm down in London, so I'm doing that. But I'm, I won't be making I'll be making a few trips out there because um, I'm going to be moving soon, hopefully. So I'll be coming okay. back around half year away. But um, yeah, looking forward to that. Did my first one on Sunday. It was a bit wet uh, last Saturday. It was a bit wet, but um, yeah, enjoyed it. Nice people down there. Long running nice Sunday. Road. Long running Sunday. Um, I'm having a rest because um, I've got a family do. So um, oh. I had um, I did I did 30 miles yesterday. So I did me a long one yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so Chris, before we go, can we give a shout out to Nettie? She's doing her delayed skyathlon tomorrow. We haven't spoken about skyathlon for at least two weeks. <laughs> well, yeah, best of luck. Mad love to Nettie. Mad love to Nettie. Um, 
they're thinking of you, Nettie. So if you are listening, just uh, we're thinking of you, okay? So uh, yes, yeah, so, so thanks you. ever so much for joining us. So thanks to Ian Wilson, who's been our guest this week. Absolute great insight into the world of ultras. Um, we are on YouTube every Friday at seven o'clock for the live stream. But if you're not around, it doesn't matter because you can download us on various podcast um, providers such as Spotify, Yahoo, Google, all your usual sort of people. You can always catch us on there so you can uh, download us, take us for your own long run. And um, please join us again next week. Don't forget, send us your emails, longrunshow at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. You make the show as much as we do. We don't like to talk too much and we love your input. So please join us every week and we shall see you next Friday. So thanks very much. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. We'll see you soon. Cheers, everyone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.